Hi, this is Aaron Neely and welcome to my podcast, More Sales Now. And today I want to tell you about my take on the value proposition. It's what I call the responsive value proposition. Now, value propositions have been around for a long time. Um, and, uh, and there's you know different ideas about how to properly do this and implement this. But we all know that the, the overall goal of the value proposition is to, is to differentiate ourselves through features and in an attempt to get away from competing on price. So you know, for example, if, uh, if we sell B2B, let's say we sell widgets and we call up a new prospect who we want to sell to and we just offer to sell him a widget, but he's already buying widgets and we don't have a good way of explaining how our widgets are different, how they're better, how they're gonna solve his problem better, then we're gonna be stuck competing on price. And this, of course, we, we don't wanna do. We don't wanna be in a, in a commoditized market uh, and stuck in a race to the bottom price-wise. So in order to get out of that, we, we develop a, a value proposition. And you know, a value proposition is always gonna have certain elements. You know, we, we're gonna start by you know, identifying our, our customer, who we're creating value for, who would be interested in this product. We're, we're gonna try to you know, identify what problem it is we're solving. Uh, we're going to look at what our solution is and how we're solving that particular problem. And then we're going to come up with our, our differentiators. How is our solution better than what's already out there? How are we better than our competition? And then B2B salesmen will kind of take this value proposition and just sort of run with it and they'll turn it into a sales pitch, which is actually a terrible way of using a value proposition when you're selling one-on-one, -on -one, which is what most of us in B2B sales do. Now, if you're doing B2C, if you're trying to reach huge markets, huge amounts of people, whole countries, you know, millions, then this is pretty good because your value proposition is going to resonate with certain people. It's not going to resonate with other people, but you know that going in and you're, you're gonna bring in the people that it resonates with. But when we're doing B2B sales and you know, our base of clients could be you know, a thousand people or less, maybe down to just a few clients, this sort of one size fits all approach to the value proposition is not helpful. This actually gets in the way. This will, this will actually prevent us from making that connection, from explaining our value, and from getting the sale. So in responsive value propositions, we, we need to first establish what is actually our client's problem. So we can't expect our client to have the same problem as every other client who buys what we sell. And, you know, I think uh, Guar Gum, one of my products, is, is a perfect example of this. You know, you have different clients in different industries that buy different amounts. You know, you can have somebody in the food industry who maybe buys, you know, one pallet at a time, one pallet at a year. And then you may have somebody in a different industry who takes it 
10 truckloads at a time and he's not using it for food, he's using it for some industrial application. So we obviously cannot approach these two clients the same way, even though they're buying the same product. It wouldn't make any sense. It's, you know, what solves one customer's problem does not solve the other customer's problem at all. So the first step in a responsive value proposition is to identify the problem that your customer has and the problem he's actually trying to solve. And along with identifying the, the problem, you know, we want to identify a cost, right? We, we want to quantify that. We, and we want to tie these things together. So this is the issue and this is kind of how much that issue costs to, to, to let it persist. And then the next step, and this is, this is a critical part, you know, value propositions, we might develop, you know, 30 different differentiators between our product and competitive products. It could be any number of differentiators, but most of the time your client is not interested in every single feature of your product. It's really only going to be a few of those features, maybe as few as one feature that actually is going to address his problem and solve his problem and therefore be appealing to your customer in a way that your competitors are not. So why would we spend all of our time talking about many different features in a value proposition when our client might only be interested in one or two or three? So all of that other time spent talking about all of those other features is actually time wasted and is, is not gonna help us. Next, uh, you know, by focusing on, on the, the client's problem and, and by learning that, it's going to guide us to which features, which differentiators we're gonna focus on. And then the next step is really to focus on the result that the client is is gonna derive from that. And it's important here not to, not to you know, focus too much on your competitors and, and how they're bad. You know, one of the things that, that I never do in, in my own business is, is badmouth uh, a competitor, uh, and especially in, in front of a client. It's, it's never helpful. You know, I, I freely admit that, that my competitors have good products. You know, that, that it's, not, it's not about that though. Your solution is about what you can do. It's not about what they can't do. So in this, in, in using a, a responsive value proposition rather than a, a canned value proposition that we just give to everybody, we can really zero in on the client's needs and we can really show them how they're, how they're gonna benefit and what the, what the real gain is from the solution that we provide. And even if they're gonna get all 30 features when they buy the product, we have to stay focused on the fact that it's not all 30 features or whatever we have that's selling them. It's just the features that solve the problem. So there it is, that's my take on the value proposition, the responsive value proposition. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And uh, if you do, I uh, wanna also invite you over to my website, aaronneely.com, where I have a blog and I have a book coming out where I talk about this and a lot of other things. So thanks so much. And I wanna wish you all the best of success selling.